Finance Edition. I'm Olivia, joined by my co-host, Rashmi. Today, we're going to look at how our career choices relate to financial planning. I'm sure we all know that our career influences our income, but let's look at some data. We're looking at career salary averages in the U.S. from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. First and foremost, our education level impacts our income potential. So people without a high school diploma can have a variety of salary ranges based on what opportunities they can grasp over time, but they average a yearly salary of $27,040. Individuals with a high school diploma can increase their earnings by around $10,000 with an average salary of $37,024. This can be credited to the larger opportunities provided with a diploma, which is required for employment in many establishments. Salary averages continue to rise with higher education. Associate's degrees come from the two-year college programs, with individuals obtaining them average $43,472 per year. Bachelor degrees, which are probably the most well-known, are programs in which you major in a certain subject. People with a bachelor's degree have an average salary of $60,996 per year. Even further on the education ladder are professional degrees, which prepare people for careers in medicine and law which average a salary of $95,472 per year. Doctorate degrees have an average salary of $90,636 per year. There's clearly an association between education and financial input in the future, with average salaries rising as education levels increase. However, this can also be heavily dependent on what career people choose to work in. The general consensus is that people in STEM and business are financially successful, while work in humanities such as arts and education are seen as less desirable due to lower salaries. But let's see what the data has to say. We're looking at U.S. National Occupational Employment and Wage Estimates as of May 2022, the most recent information from the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. We're going to look at some of the most common fields, such as business, the arts, healthcare, education, the sciences, and legal work. So for business and financial operations, employment was at 9677720 and there was an annual mean wage of $86,080. Life, physical, and social science occupations had a much lower employment of 1,314,360 individuals with a mean annual wage of $83,640. And legal occupations had an employment level of 1216600 with a mean annual wage of $124,540. Occupations in the arts, design, entertainment, sports, and other media occupations had an employment of 2063380 people with an annual mean wage of $76,500. Educational instruction and library occupations have an employment of 8,496,780 people, with a mean annual wage of $63,240. And finally, healthcare practitioners and technical occupations had an employment of 9,043,070, with a mean hourly wage of $96,770. But don't get that confused with healthcare healthcare support occupations, which includes nurses and medical assistants, which had an employment of 
8,310 individuals with a mean annual salary of $35,560. It's clear that even within healthcare, there's a stark division of what salary individuals can earn based on even if they're a practitioner versus a medical assistant, a salary difference of around $30,000 per year. And on top of that, employment levels are different for each career field. This might seem like a weaker indicator of whether or not a field is worth going into, but it's just as valuable. If a certain field has small amounts of job available, with many individuals hoping to get those jobs, it's more difficult to land a position you want, just because more people want it. You will have to be the best candidate out of a large pool, whether, whereas applying for jobs with more openings and less applicants makes it faster and easier to get employed in that field. Right, there's only so many jobs available, and there's always plenty of people just like you who are eager to be employed. As we can see from this data, more STEM and business-based jobs have the highest salaries. On the other hand, jobs in the humanities and education have lower annual salaries. But of course, this comes with a trade-off. Think about the time and money that goes into training for becoming a surgeon. Years of college, a graduate program, residency, years and years and years of your life dedicated to just preparing yourself for that high-earning job, let alone the money that you put into that education. On the other hand, jobs that require only one college degree might pay less, but you aren't carrying the burden of years of student debt. It's a difficult decision to make, and one that everyone has to decide for themselves. If you're truly passionate about a career, say you want to be a surgeon, and you've always dreamed of being the person who can look at someone who's suffering and make them better again, then it's worth pursuing your goal. But if you have no aspiration of taking on that role or straight up dislike that idea, it's probably not what you want to be investing your time and money into achieving. You might be wondering why we're dedicating so much time into talking about career planning. It's honestly really simple when you think about it. Your career is what will guide you to your job, which provides your income. And personal finance is literally all about using your money wisely and efficiently. Career planning and personal finance are inherently intertwined because they both relate to money. When you plan for your career, you need to consider all the factors we've mentioned thus far. Employment opportunities, salary, personality, and decide if that's really what you want to be supporting you for most, if not your entire life. Because having a complete career shift is difficult. Yeah. Your career decisions need to be in line with your financial necessity to maintain your desired lifetime. Lifestyle. Say that you want to live in the center of a city and have expensive shopping and enter entertainment dates. That's not possible if your salary does not support it. Your expected financial status is brought on by the career choice you pick. In the end, it's cold, hard numbers. You can't live off of nothing. The income you get from your job places restrictions on your lifestyle if it doesn't match up with what you need. It may seem daunting at first, but once you get to know your own goals, it gradually becomes easier to find what careers might work best for you. And of course, there may be certain factors that matter more to you versus other people. If you think that money can bring you happiness, like seriously think that, and you're willing to go through the work that needs to be done to get a high paying job, even if you're not that passionate about it, then you can certainly do so as long as you understand the drawbacks and decide that it is still worth it regardless of them. We all know of the career quizzes online as well, which connects users to possible fields of interest. These are still valuable tools that you can use to help get, a, help get a better sense of yourself when you're thinking about your career. That's all for today's episode of Community Corner Podcast, Personal Finance Edition. This is Olivia and Rashmi, cashing off.